Good Wednesday morning to you, those of you in the U.S., afternoon and evening to you in uh, Europe and Asia. Welcome to Morning Tea with Jeffrey. My name is Jeffrey T. Fertiller with Service Management Leadership. I put out a recent poll on LinkedIn about the accuracy percentage of a CMDB, asking people to vote on the accuracy of their CMDB. The results were more optimistic than my my experience, but they're still very stark compared to how many leaders see their CMDB. Roughly 100 people responded, and I just asked them, go look in your CMDB. If you're using ServiceNow, what is the compliance? Sorry to go segue, detour here for just a second. Completeness means all the boxes, think of a spreadsheet, are filled in. Compliance, is it the right information? Your business stakeholders care about the latter, not the former. So I just asked, what is the accuracy of your CMDB? Almost exactly two out of every three people that responded had below 79% as the accuracy of their CMDB. I use one illustration all the time for this conversation. So if it's 75% accurate, that sounds fine. That sounds good. But you want to know what that other 25% is, don't you? You want to know, do I really care about that 25% that's not accurate? The answer is you will not know until you get it remediated. So let's look at some of the, well, let me go back. The illustration I always use is a checkbook. I know people don't use them nowadays. Think of your banking account with all the transactions. If I told you that it was 75% correct, you may or may not be happy, but it would all depend on which 25% was inaccurate, right? The same is true with your CMDB because that data is consumed by your stakeholders. It's consumed by your other processes and practices like incident management, change enablement, change management, it improves your mean time to restore. It is used for business continuity and disaster recovery. It's used in many ways. And there are discoverable types of attributes. And there are non-discoverable types. Both are important. The non-discoverable types are the ones that are the most difficult to keep current, as you may guess. If it's not automated and it is manual, very manual, it's a little more difficult. So let's look at some reasons why CMDBs have such a difficult time. Number one, taking on too much scope early on, on the implementation, trying to solve every problem include every CI class. And so with that, there comes 
it's hard to do it all right. Would you rather have the 80% of CI classes that you really care about, have that at 85 or 90%, or have, and this is what I've seen, the whole estate at 55%? Of course you care, you want the ones you care about, the ones your business stakeholders care about. Because these are the ones that provide value to your stakeholders. Another reason is leadership investment in resources, time, tools, process, and it's got to be maintained throughout. You also need your CI class ownership. We mentioned the automated, but let's say you have a database that some part of that database record needs to be updated. A compliance task is sent to the CI class owner of the database, whichever kind it is, for their group to remediate and close the task. But if you think about it, for that database team, that task is a pretty low priority compared to their new functionality work, resolving incidents, all of that sort of thing. So that CI class ownership whoever it is that owns it, you better, and with the CMDB team, you better have a very good relationship with them. And you need them to take ownership of that CI class and the accuracy in the CMDB. Also, you need the effectiveness of your tool, especially the CMDB discovery. You need integration with other data sources. Another example I use frequently is take your network team. If you do not have this, their Cisco works, for example, integrated with your CMDB, now this team has to maintain, the network team has to maintain their changes and all of their paperwork, their documentation in two places. And if you think that's okay, Ask yourself, how long do you think that's going to last? Not very, because they are not going, that team, they're going to have other priorities. And so you have to be thinking, how do I enable compliance? How do I enable getting the most accurate CMDB that I can? And I'm left with one thought. When you implement a CMDB, or you're remediating a CMDB and resetting it back to where it needs to be, you have to design it in such a way to know what your stakeholders need from that data. Who needs what CI classes? What data or attributes do they need with each? And how will that data be used? You have to ask yourself those questions. I personally have remediated lots of big CMDBs, led teams to do so. And I can tell you that it's not easy, but it's very valuable. It may be one of the more valuable things you could do the rest of this year to help your IT team deliver better services. If your organization is unhappy with your CMDB, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to have that conversation with you on how service management leadership can help your organization.
and let me know if there's another way within the service management, asset management, or business continuity realms that we can help your organization become more efficient, save money, reduce downtime, increase uptime, of course, if that is the case, how we can help you. This is Jeffrey T. Fertiller. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your support. Please follow our company page on LinkedIn, Service Management Leadership, and follow or connect with me on LinkedIn as well. And I hope you have a great, great Wednesday. Bye.